Welcome to the Playing the Game podcast with your hosts, Brock White and Cody Ransom. This podcast is the place for all things baseball, hunting, and entrepreneurship. These two guys have put in the work and have the stories and advice to back it up. Brock is a longtime business owner, and Cody played pro ball for over 18 years. Driven deep to left field. There it goes. See ya. A long home run for Cody Ransom. The one thing that brings these two guys together is hunting. Babe Ruth said it best. Never allow the fear of striking out to keep you from playing the game. This is the Playing the Game podcast, presented by Rolly White RV. <laughs> Welcome to Playing the Game podcast. I'm your host, Brock White, with my partner in crime. I'm Cody Ransom. How's it going? Mr. Cody. That's right. Thanks for tuning in today. We've got a special podcast for you guys today. We have uh, my so she's my sister-in-law. It's the first female. It is of our podcast. Wow. Yeah, she feels so special. Like thirteen <laughs> in, so special. So yeah, I've grown up with Sheena my whole life. Known her since I was a little kid. Went to elementary school together, mm-hmm. and I married her sister, which I don't know if she's happy about or not. <laughs> <laughs> then or now? It's great. <laughs> Either. <laughs> and then, um, she has a. I brought her on because I think she offers some insight or also some. What do you? How do you say it? The some motivation for people that want to do something extra in life even though like they might have a full plate and they might have dreams of doing something I think Sheena epitomizes that going after it she is to me what an entrepreneur is all about so I guess with that let's uh so nice thanks (laughs) Um, let's dig into who Sheena, her, so it's, her name is Sheena Watcott. Yep. Would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Sheena Watcott. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Brock's (laughs) sister-in-law. Um, yeah, I'm a interior designer, artist, and illustrator, but I am a stay-at-home mom. So your number one job is... That's my number one job. Is a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Yep. And it's a full-time job. It sure is. Yes. (laughs) It's the yeah. most important job anybody can have, I, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. I 100% think my wife, Taryn, has a more difficult job than I do. <laughs> it is sure. It is hard. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's sometimes monotonous, but it's also so rewarding. And, you know, you don't want to, for me, I don't want to give that up for anything else. So. How old are they, kids? I have four kids. Uh, my oldest is 10, Ethan, and then Isla is uh, 6, and then Benson is 4, and then Lucy is 1.5. Mm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, mm. it's a lot. So, so are, uh, are you dealing with the homeschool stuff, or is that yeah. you know, with the well, is that right by choice or through the school? No, it's through the school. Okay. Yeah, right. they. my oldest two are in school, and they 
uh, are currently in like this hybrid mm -hmm. model. So they go twice a week and then the other two days are at home doing okay. schoolwork at home. Mm -hmm. But for a while we were doing just all homeschool and that was really hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. There's yeah. Uh, I think, I think uh, when we talked to, when we talked to Pagnazzi on here, right. He yeah. was like, you're either made for it or you're not. Like yeah. there's, there's a reason that teachers are, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> important. And I, I know I'm not made for it. My wife is probably more cut out for it than I am, but still not. And uh, yeah. like my kids are older now, but um, even uh, like Chandler schools just got moved to That's all right. online. So, yeah. oh, uh, your they, kids all doing it? Yeah. Week? So they were supposed to go back today, and then the school board voted like last night to uh, move everything online. So school got pushed back one more day, and everything is online for the next two weeks. So. They get an extra yeah. Christmas break, I guess. I don't <laughs> right. know. Only two I don't weeks. Know if that's good or bad. Two more yeah. weeks, and then they're going to kind of reevaluate. Yeah. I'm wondering if Gilbert's going to. I guess we're in the Higley well, School District. Yeah. So Gilbert just had a meeting last night as well, and they they barely outvoted to do the hybrid. They were going to do the uh, the online as well, but mm -hmm. luckily we are <laughs> still doing the hybrid because. Right. You know, at first when they said, oh, it's going to be online, I was like, oh, great, perfect, because I am, my time management skills <laughs> are rough, <laughs> and I thought, oh, we can sleep in, this will be great for me, <laughs> but it yeah. was actually really hard over time, because I, I would fall behind with their schoolwork, and oh, then it was just online's trying tough. to, like, you yeah. have to, I feel like you have to be more on it than... Yeah, you do, you have to yeah. be on at a certain time with each kid, and their schedules are different, and then trying to keep the other kids away from the video right. <laughs> well, my toddlers away while they were trying to imagine you have like three hard. or four kids on online school mm -hmm. which yeah. there are plenty of families with that i mean you have to have three or four ipads mm -hmm. or laptops oh, yeah. and we ended up buying some tables and putting them in different places in the house so that each kid could have a space. Their little, yeah. Their own little nook. Yeah, yeah we did. Uh, we had to go buy computers. Our kids have a desk in their room, but like we had to go buy laptops because they weren't going to use mine the whole time, right. you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So, um, <laughs> like, l luckily, you know, we were able to do that, but there's a lot of people that, that aren't, you know, and it's it's uh, it's tough, man. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been hard for sure. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, so... Sheena, you're a, I think your main thing is interior design. Like, that's your main passion, yeah. right? So when right. did you know that's what you wanted to be? Um, well, I was always into art um, from a really young age. I remember my kindergarten teacher, like, telling me to put the crayons away that it was time for recess. Like, I just loved drawing. And then as I got older, like, high school age, my mom said, you know, you might you might be interested in interior design because I was always like painting rooms in the house and huh. doing like murals on the walls and stuff. And so, like, were you painting rooms like, like your mom gave you the okay? Or yeah, you know? <laughs> no, she she was really supportive. She's always been really supportive. So, um, I took some interior design classes in high school, and then I realized, oh, yeah, I think I like this. So I got a degree in it, went to college for it, and then um, yeah. So that's my. Uh, Career how, path was how that. hard was it to get into interior design? Well, it is very competitive, um, and it, you know, back then there wasn't really—I don't even think Instagram was around back then. So there wasn't like nowadays. I feel like it's so different. There's so many people on social media that uh, can be a designer just with you know their own homes. They design their homes. They show it off. 
back then it wasn't really like that. This is like 2005, I think I graduated college, and then. Um, oh well, well, we skipped something. I'm okay. sorry. We got we got to pump the brakes here. Okay. <laughs> we we missed the high school years, but yeah. the main thing in high school I want to talk about was your your driving. <laughs> your, That's you right. Know, your how your dad taught you how to drive. That's right. Oh yeah, because so my mom suggested that I take an art class in in high school. Well, I had been doing that, but then she suggested also to do the interior design class. So I did both. But then my dad said, "Well, because I I'm the considered like you know the hippie of the family. <laughs> Everyone else did sports um, except for me. I was the artsy one. So he's like, I want you to do auto class. <laughs> so I was like the only girl in auto class. I did that." And did you have to wear a onesie, like full mechanic suit? I, I think I did. I don't I don't really remember. <laughs> I imagine it was like little <laughs> female, redheaded girl. Yeah. Just well, bean pole. I re- yeah, I remember like there was one other girl, but she was in ROTC or something. Oh, so, so she was pretty it was just me and her. She knew how to change a tire. Yeah, she probably already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. But I uh how was the training your dad gave you, yeah. you know, to drive a car? So, he, <laughs> so I learned to drive in a Suburban, and that was fun. <laughs> Coming from a big family, of course, that's like the only car that we had, so that's what I used. Um, but I do remember this one time in particular, I was with my dad driving down the highway in his work truck, and I was driving. And he said, I, So you're on the highway yeah. going 75, probably. <laughs> probably. Because your dad doesn't like to go anything under 75. Right. You got to keep up with traffic. <laughs> yeah. He's, if you're going like 65, he's pissed. He's like, Yeah. 75. <laughs> right. And he says, I want, I'm going to, I want you to try this thing where you, I want you to try and stay in this lane as long as you can with only looking through the rear view mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so try. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Doesn't sound real safe to me, but no, no, it wasn't. I think it was like testing out our hand-eye coordination or something. But <laughs> he didn't think this through. No, it, and I did. I did pretty good. But then he was like, "Oh, oh, hold on." Fun breaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure all enough, traffic. the cars in front were coming to a stop, so that didn't go very far. <laughs> But the best part I about it crash. is, like, <laughs> he used the training on, like, all the kids because Taryn did the same, same thing. thing. Same yeah. thing. <laughs> Driving in the rearview mirror. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know how that equates to. I, I can't even explain that. <laughs> Where does To see that, if you can still. Like, out of your peripheral? Like, yeah, to yeah. be able to use your peripheral vision to see where the lines are, but still. I'm worried that your dad does that on his own. <laughs> like drives like that all the it's, time it's possible <laughs> he's trying it out <laughs> yeah he's just i wonder if i still got this skill I'll try it out here. yeah he gets in a bad rear in an accident we know why you know i don't know if he's ever gotten in an accident i don't think he has but at least he hasn't told anybody about yeah. it yeah he's definitely not gonna tell me so he's looking worked. at the rearview mirror right uh, he's like dang brakes went out <laughs> i don't know yeah. what happened um, yeah. So, okay, now since we went over the most important high school part right. of your life, yeah, <laughs> we can move on now. So, you got your degree. Yep. 
And how hard was it to get a job in the field well, of interior design? In that market, um, so it was what, a great time to go into design. What years were we talking? Like 2005. So I, I think I started interning in 2004. So it was like at the height of the boom, the, the, boom the real estate Arizona. boom. Yeah. When so anyone with a heartbeat could get a loan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can get a loan. All you have to say is, I want this, and they gave it to you. Yeah. They were giving out the arms then. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was just crazy People stuff. were good for like five years, and then Yeah. Oh, so that much stuff exactly went. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was great. I mean, it, it was still fairly competitive. Um, I remember going around with my resume to all these different design firms trying to get in, and one of them... One of them was like, yeah, we'll, we'll take you, but uh, your starting pay is going to be 8 bucks an hour. <laughs> so, mm. wow, okay. Well, you, you <laughs> and sounds great. And I had a degree and everything, and it was like, well, it's, I'll take it because. What's minimum wage amazing. right now? It's got to be like 9 Now? I it's think even at the time. 10, it right? Isn't it 15? Right now it's over 15. Yeah. In Arizona? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, like. I know, like. We 15 hire, something, yeah. Yeah, we hire somebody, and it's like. God, and then you hear these stories about when we were going up and you're like making eight bucks an hour. Right. And I remember I argued with my first job. I argued with them. And he's like, I'll give you 10 if you stay. I was like, okay. <laughs> done, sure. done. 10 bucks an hour. I'm in. Right. <laughs> yeah. So did you take the $8 an hour? I though? did take it because it was my first job. I had only done internships before that. And so I went ahead and took it. And it was a great learning experience but I didn't stay very long um I moved Moved on on. moved on (laughs) yeah I went through a couple because it was such a booming time there was a lot of work and they were really like yeah they would overwork you quite a bit so um yeah I remember this one job in particular was really not fun it I would go in at eight or nine in the morning and leave at like midnight because it was just so much work to do and was it a salary job or hourly I think it was salary. See, that's when yeah. they abuse the employee, the employees, because yeah. they get you in. And you think, <laughs> oh man, I get this, you know, nice salary, right? And you think it's cool until you're putting seventy hours in a week. Yeah, it's not so great anymore. <laughs> it's like back to eight dollars an hour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's twelve fifteen an hour. Just looked it up. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. So, anyway. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I mean, you remember how they're like, needs to be ten dollars an hour. We're like, well, we're way past that. Yeah. Now they want fifteen. It's twelve dollars and fifteen cents in twenty twenty one. Twelve dollars just to hire a shop boy for me, man. Like guy with no skills Mm -hmm. that can sweep. That's what I'm paying. Or can't. (laughs) Right. Like (laughs) we can learn to. The shop boy (laughs) position legitimately is like you're rolling the dice. Yeah. Like, you might get somebody that, you know, he, he could cost you money. One guy, like, you know, runs into a trailer. It's like, well, that's five grand. You're fired. Oh, man. I still got to pay the five grand. Right. Yeah, I had this one guy rip a freaking awning off. Yeah, but you know how to fix those. We talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we know how to fix them now. <laughs> now you do, right? Yeah. At one point, there was a, it got, sh- it was a little, it was tough. So, Back to, sorry, you're jumping around. <laughs> yeah. You're, fun, you're working your way up. Yeah. And so. And you're working long hours. You're putting the time hours. in. Yeah. 
Was everybody else with you putting the time in, or were oh, they yeah. bowing out? Um, no, they were all putting the time in. There was a few people that would complain about it more than others, but um, yeah, no, they were all all great. I've had. Um, I think at this time you were married. By this time. No, I was actually. You weren't we were yet. dating. My husband and I were dating David. Yeah. David Watcott. David Watcott. <laughs> and um, he actually was like, at that particular job that was not great, he was like, you need to look for something else. This is not working for you. And so then um, I got a job at Richmond American Homes, and that was a game changer for me because it was a wonderful place to work. I'm still friends with a lot of people that I worked with, and I'm actually still doing work now with um, one of my friends there. So... Uh, we've all kept in touch and but it was during that time so I worked there for a few years until the economy tanked and then because of that the whole Arizona branch got shut down and um, headquarters was in Denver so they just shut us down you were married at that time yeah at that time I was and you had a husband going to school yeah how do you feel when the economy tanks like what were you thinking well I was you pretty scared. nervous. nervous? <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah, he was going to school. He he was planning on being a PA, so he was, you know, doing his... his uh, undergrad? Undergrad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. And then um, I was pretty much supporting... I mean, he was working, too. We were both working full-time, but I felt like I needed to bring in some income. So, um, but uh, my boss at the time was super super sweet and she put out the feelers for me and got me a great job at another high-end design firm so I ended up taking that job and then what kind of what kind of a job did you were you able to get so when I was working at Richmond I was one of the lead designers there was three of us that were considered like the lead designs um for each project and then um the position that I applied for it at the high-end firm, uh, it was for an assistant position, assistant designer. And so I went ahead and applied anyway, even though I felt maybe a little over, you know, qualified for it, but I didn't really care. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll do that. Well, so. let's, let's stop right there because I think what – let's touch on a couple of things that you just talked about. Um, so you had – I've been – I don't know, Cody, I'm sure he – believes in the same thing but I believe I was taught since I was young that if you are the hardest worker and you're honest there will always be a place for you at the table and so I feel like your boss saw that and almost felt like a responsibility to make sure you went somewhere which shows that you were that type of person and I think that's a quality that everybody should have what do you think Cody? I definitely think so. I think if there's a spot at some table, it might not be at the one you're at, but uh, hard work is is it's going to get noticed by somebody, and it's definitely going to pay off. I mean, it's uh, you know it's what we've talked about over over these I think 13 episodes we've been on now, and it, it's kind of a common thread that we've we've kind of seen. And it uh, I think I think at some point there's a spot at some table. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It might not yeah. be at the one you're at right now, but you know if it's not, there will be one. Yeah, opportunities will come for sure. Yeah, for sure. And then the second piece of what you're talking about is that 
you were offered a job that was not what like you you came from a, like a very lead a leadership position and now you're taking a step down mm-hmm. to be you know an assistant right mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people would have been let their ego get in the way and say i i deserve more than this mm-hmm. i was this and we talked about this last time on the last episode which was the the i am great is greater than i was it doesn't matter what you were mm-hmm. what matters is what you are right now mm-hmm. and at that time in your the market that's what the market had for you right and right if i had said no i i'm not going to take that job i would have been out of a job <laughs> so and then you're not making any money right right and honestly my confidence a little bit anyways and so I was like oh I'm totally fine with taking the assistant role because doing doing model home design is totally different than doing high-end and commercial design so residential and commercial design it's it's a whole other ball game you have actual clients involved Mm -hmm. it's not just a corporation that you're planning these things for so yeah I was fine taking that role a whole set of different (laughs) egos yeah <laughs> it's true. Like somebody has to live in it and like it. Yeah, and, they yeah, have to love it. Versus just has to look good, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, everything is different. The budgets are way different. It's just a whole new realm for me. So I was okay doing that. Taking a step down. Yeah. But in the long run, you're taking a step forward. Yeah. And, and they told me during the interview, well, and, and there was someone else waiting. I remember there was someone else waiting in the lobby while I was interviewing and like, well, you're a little overqualified for the position. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with it's that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I'm glad it worked out. And I yeah. remember it's that definitely time. a compliment, though. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Overqualified. Yeah. <laughs> I take it. Yeah. I remember yeah. that time, too, because I remember, like, you were able to transition right over. Yeah. It you wasn't sk- easy. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't skip a beat. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun, too. I loved, loved that job as well. And this whole time, I want to let the listeners, she was putting her husband through college. Yeah. Like, you were the breadwinner for the family. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, because he, he was working um, part-time trying to get his hours in for the pre-med stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you were doing your part as a family trying to, you know, get him you know, to hit what his passion was going to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then what happened to you? How long did you work there? I worked there for two years until I had my son. And and after I had him, I worked part-time because I, again, wanted to be a mom. That was always my end goal See, was that's I like wanted to be a full-time mom. That reminds <laughs> so. me so much of Taryn because when she had Wesley, she still wanted to work. Yeah. Oh, I did too. It, it's so hard because you, you have these different desires that are pulling you di- totally different directions where you want to be fully present all the time for your child. And then the other half of you is like, but I love my job and I still want to go to work. So I was fortunate that I was able to work part-time and still kind of do both. And my husband David was able to to watch um, Ethan 
on his off days as well. So it worked out. And then we ended up moving to New York for a couple of years while he did PA school. And so during that time, I just, you know, I quit. Obviously, I, we moved cross country, so I could no longer work anymore. But but I never stopped working really because I would always take on little odd end jobs here and there. Like, you know, people find out you're a designer, they're like, oh, come to my house. You need to come, you know, help me with this or help me with that. And so <laughs> I was always doing something <laughs> yeah. to help out or, or just for fun because I loved it. I mean, it's my passion. So, um, so yeah, even, even as a stay at home mom, I just, I, I guess I get bored easily. So I wanted to keep doing something. Well, home. yeah, I mean, I, you could definitely get bored being with the kids. I could see that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I get bored all the time. You know? So, I mean, kid, I love the kids. It can be a lot of fun. Yeah, they're great. I mean, there's nothing better than it's so rewarding to be a mom and to stay home with the kids. I mean, I feel super lucky that I get to do that. This, yeah, yeah speaking of being with kids, like, this is the first, you know, hunting's over for me, mm-hmm. which was a pretty, like, <laughs> wild, reckless season. Yeah. And <laughs> I was able to, it's just been so nice these last, like, two, three weeks. I don't have any trips planned, just being at home with the kids and just, you know, just being there with them, being present with them, mm-hmm. putting them to bed, doing those little things. It's just very rewarding. It is. It is. I think bedtime's like my favorite. I yeah. hate I hate missing that. Yeah. But anyways I thought you meant for you. <laughs> well that too. Yeah. That's the <laughs> best over. part of the day. <laughs> Days over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At eight thirty I start to get a little tired. Well yeah. then right now you're probably more sleep. Morning comes yeah. with, I've been working out with Cody. We uh, start at six, so I've been waking up at five. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, it comes That's quick. Rough. It does come quick. Yeah. But you just keep driving. A few hours from now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I might rough. be going hunting right after tomorrow, too. Serious? Mm-hmm. Yep. I have to go And to I got to be back by four. Oh, I got to go to California tomorrow. Oh my gosh. But here we go. You we need a self driving um, Tesla. Well, uh, well, maybe the truck. Yeah, the truck that can pull the campers. Cause you yes. Know, yes. Yeah, hit the anyway. button. Yeah. Is that when you say "and I digress"? Sure, that that word that sounds because I don't know what that word means. Digress. Well, I hear you. Just all go time. ahead and and I digress. I like it. <laughs> she. It and sounds I. nice. So yeah. It does. So it sounds <laughs> like you know what you're talking about. I, I hear Andy say it all the time, and I digress. No. I just figured that sounds means natural. Like I need to get back on track. There you go. That's the track term. Taryn's gonna critique this little <laughs> rabbit hole right here. Yeah. So your husband gets you have a baby, your husband gets accepted to school, now you put your career on hold. Mm-hmm. How difficult was that for you to put your career on hold? Um well because it's a career. Like yeah. You're, you have a career. Yeah. It, it, is, um, it is hard to do that, actually. Because it, it's such a competitive market, <laughs> I feel like, that if you stop doing it for a while, that it's a little harder to get back into it. Because sure. they want the newest, youngest, 
you know, people who who are really into mm-hmm. it and and like I said, now there's Instagram and stuff and so I it's would, just changed. I'd be a lot, so bad. So. I'd be like Instagram's like my Achilles heel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not super great at posting. <laughs> We've talked about that a lot. Oh man, I need somebody. Yeah, I need an Instagram person. Is it bad that I need. Yeah, me and you both. We could hire one person to do both our Instagram. Accounts. Try to hire my daughter for it. Yeah, and she wouldn't even do it. I tried to hire my wife, but that worked. That's it. That's not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> so. Here's another thought is how was it on your ego to go from breadwinner to now not breadwinner and now he's the breadwinner? Yeah. Um, was there a well, dynamic shift in the finances? Was, there, was it difficult to have that shift? No, I think mentally I always thought that. I always assumed in the role of breadwinners in the end so I that wasn't really hard for me I wouldn't say but I think just in general the the roles of a mother and the roles of a father were a little hard in that you know my main role now is to take care of the children and maintain a house which is wonderful but sometimes like the taking care of the house part (laughs) It's yeah. really mundane and you not that fun. You can hire somebody for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think that's part of the reason why I liked having a creative outlet. I'm to allowed do. to. Don't tell my wife you can hire somebody for that. <laughs> well, you just download. Actually, it's very difficult to do that. I'm, I'm <laughs> you have to be in the know. Yeah. <laughs> no. Tired of going different places to get all you want? Looking for a program that offers everything? Are you interested in training, nutrition, baseball, softball, after-school youth programs, hunting, or charity work? One Performance is an all-inclusive program that offers training, advising, instruction, and opportunity for everyone, from the beginner to the professional. With a staff compiled of some of the best in their fields, impressive backgrounds, and an unmatched passion for teaching and giving back, One Performance is the first of its kind in Arizona. With the connections and background we have in the baseball community on a local and national level, from T-ball to the major leagues, One Performance offers teams known as Arizona National BPA, opportunity for instruction, gameplay, and development in every aspect of the game, both physically and mentally. The staff at One Performance Training are some of the finest in their respective fields. They strive to educate, motivate, and assist every athlete in maximizing their abilities. Whether you're looking for an opportunity for a young athlete or a seasoned professional to surround themselves with like-minded coaches, mentors, and athletes, One Performance is the family you're looking for. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Ready for an escape? Ready for an adventure? Do you want to camp, hunt, hit the dunes, or just relax on the beach? Ruly White RV is the number one toy hauler dealer in Arizona for the past five years running. With a no-pressure culture and no dealer fees, they guarantee you a great price and a great experience as you purchase your very own toy hauler or travel trailer. Ruly White is family-owned and operated and has now expanded to five locations, including Mesa, West Phoenix, North Phoenix, Flagstaff, and Idaho Falls, Idaho. Whether you're looking for a toy hauler or travel trailer, fifth wheel or bumper pole, Rolly White can get you what you're looking for. 
They carry all the big names, including Genesis Supreme, Vortex, Attitude, Wolfpack, Raptor, Forest River, and the newly released Wanderer by Genesis. We all want to beat the heat or just escape the craziness and get outdoors. Let Rolly White help you get there by visiting any of our locations or checking us out on Facebook, Instagram, and online at rollywhite.com. No. Yeah, that's a. I mean, it's it's definitely a change of roles. And, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's it's. Um, I think as as life and careers evolve, I mean, we've talked about it with with me and retirement and like my wife had it all figured out. Like she knew what to do. I'd leave for the season, and she had the yeah. kids taken care of, and they did just fine. And then I'd get home and screw everything up. <laughs> right. And then by the time we get that figured out, it was time to leave again. And she like had it figured out, and then I retired and. Yeah, I came home and screwed everything up. You right. know what I mean? It was like, yeah, <laughs> I was used to, off. I wanted it one way, and unfortunately that wasn't the way it, it was used to happening, you know, and, and it took me a long time to adjust to that. I mean, they, um, she had the she had the mom thing, and, you know, house, wife, and mom thing figured out, and I, I came in and screwed it all up, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, go back to work, dude. Right. <laughs> no. I got this. You know, I, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, I screw up the whole discipline because for there was like a good while, like anytime the kids said something, asked me something, I said yes. <laughs> right, just to get on their good side, right? No, I just got. I just didn't want to say no. I didn't want to say no. <laughs> Can I have lazy. ice cream? Sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Can I have this? Yes. Can we go do this? Yes. <laughs> well, that's a fun dad. <laughs> but then I got for a minute. Yeah. I got Chris. I I was quickly put it back into normal space. And so now the answer is can we do this? Ask your mom. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I just punt. I'm always mom doesn't like she, that one though. Yeah, does she ask send it mom. back to you? Because I'll yeah. I'll go ask your dad. <laughs> no, that's well, when you get the if why I, did you tell them to come ask me? Yeah. If they already <laughs> asked her, like yeah. I say, what's what did mom say? They're like, no. I was like, that's your answer. Go away. Yeah. Right. Like, you think I have power in this house? Well, they think that you're not going to know that they already asked. Yeah. I don't have any power. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. I'm in the <laughs> same position you are. <laughs> so, um, you're in New York, right? Mm-hmm. How was your stay in New York? I loved it. It was always a dream of mine to live I, in New York. So I hated I just New York. relished it. Where'd you <laughs> I live? I loved it. We're in Long Island okay. on the South Shore. All right. I had to have tan. Like, just the dream about going to New York all the time when you lived there. Yeah. Like, well, you guys came out a couple of times. Well, well, you she came did. out once. I came out once. That was and we dragged you to the Macy's Day Parade. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> it, yeah. Oh, my gosh. What an anniversary gift that was. <laughs> it was the best one ever, right? Yeah. Was was so I lived there two years, uh, 08 oh, nice. and 09, um, when I was playing there, and it was uh, – we were like the first year we started out in New Jersey, right across the bridge, and then yeah, I moved downtown. And the second we were on like uh, I don't know, like seventy eighth and first, okay. so Upper East Side. Oh, um, and I then like area. in 08, I was on like fifty ninth and Park. It was not Gosh. my place, but I was living yeah. in a place that was That's on fifty nice. ninth and Park, <laughs> and it was yeah. I mean, it was so my son was like uh, not quite two yet. Yeah. And so the, my daughter was, what, six, seven? Um, so yes. for a mom, you know, yeah. with kids, 
subways and like yeah. it, it was it's I, have, really I had a whole new respect for um, <laughs> yeah. like moms that had kids and, and uh, getting around and stuff. So it ended up where she started taking the car, which driving in New York isn't fun either, yes. but yeah. uh, I would take the train and it was just easier for them that way. But yeah, it's uh, well, New Yorkers it have a whole, to get around. no, New Yorkers <laughs> so have a like yours. living there and watching people and, and their, uh, the pride I think that they have in being a New Yorker and, and the, Living in it's misery. Just, well, it's it's just a whole different. It's just a different <laughs> it's lifestyle. Totally you know what different. I mean? It's, it's yeah. totally different mentality. I just would it's have the word like I bet anxiety, and I live in this <laughs> hellhole. If I went over there, that's like even oh, Satan yeah. thinks it's hell. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it's, how it's, it's fast paced. It. I would totally live. Why would in you Manhattan. live there? I that's loved it so miserable. much. I could see like interior design and the like yeah. the art and the like, architecture. Just, yeah. just my daughter loved it too. My yeah. daughter really enjoyed it. Claustrophobic. Yeah, my I son. I mean, there are some mm. sketchy areas. And oh, <laughs> sketchy <laughs> areas are everywhere. I mean, yeah, I mean, we got Guadalupe. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Me. Until you drive through there, then you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we got Guadalupe. Everybody, they're sketchy areas. They, they got some really good food and oh, some they really got that, good that Mexican food place there. Look, Ooh. they have a they have a men's league baseball uh, tournament that goes on there. Really, like all of the, it's like legit. You have pro guys all over the place. Serious, like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's this one field, and there's. If you go it's watch like a game, sandlot. there's like thousands of people around this like sandlot field playing. <laughs> I'm That's telling you, awesome, it's, it's really pretty cool. There's a there's a tournament in Guad every year, and it's like so oh, for the listeners sweet. out there. Guadalupe is a town. I think it's like a square mile, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it goes literally from like uh, Guadalupe to baseline, and from like I-10 to Priest. It's, it's like, like right in that area. It's not town in the middle of Chandler. Tempe. Or Tempe. Yeah. yeah, middle Tempe. Between Tempe and Phoenix. There's just this little town, yeah. Guadalupe. Mm-hmm. Like, it's its own thing. And yeah. it's the, the yeah, Guadalupe. Yeah, a little area. Yeah, little area. Yeah. Great Mexican food. Also, might get stabbed there if you get <laughs> <laughs> stay too late at night in a certain area. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. There's parts of just that in Phoenix, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's parts of that all over the place. 28th yeah. and McDowell. Yikes. <laughs> My lot over there, dude. Where the lot's at? Yeah, dude. That QT. Oh, my gosh. Set people to attack the lot. Dude. By the way, you might have put some bigger fences up. Oh, yeah. dude. We already have 12-foot fences. Yeah, well. Dude. Uh, oh, man. You go to the QT there. Like, I thought the Ellsworth and, like, uh, Ellsworth and University mm-hmm. QT was, like, pretty ghetto. 28th Ave McDowell. Yikes. <laughs> You never want to go past that when the sun goes down. I don't think you're allowed to drive Sharky over there anymore. Oh, dude. Just out of your own safety. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> so yeah. so what years were you in New York? And we digress. Yeah. Hey, I digress. Does mean to leave the main conversation for a minute. So it is yeah. a rabbit hole. That's what digress means. Okay. Nice. And I digress. Um, so we were there in 2010 through 12. Okay. Some right good after years you, there. Yeah, like. yeah. So I, yeah, in 2010, I was in Philly. Oh, Philly. So, yeah. Oh, so we, we went from New York to Philly. <laughs> See, they when they're in New York, they visited Philly, we Maine, Vermont. Well, right? you can jump on a train and it's be there so in easy. like no time. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah you can jump. That's on. pretty cool. That's cool. That aspect of New York yeah. and that little area. 
of being able to visit all those cities. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was amazing. I loved it. We went to Boston, Cape Cod, Maine, everywhere. I, I would love to visit <laughs> Maine. Because I think there's some moose hunting out there. There is. <laughs> there's a lot of marshes and uh, swampy areas. And I would like to there. visit the States and see what they have to, you know, shoot. Mm-hmm. To shoot. <laughs> I'll tell you, like, uh, living in a lot of the places I lived in, um, which was a vast yeah. array of cities across the United States, um, there were a lot of places that I think I'd really love to visit. You know, li- like, the, that I don't want to live in. Right. But that I really liked a lot about Chicago, New York, uh, even Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee was probably our f- one of our favorite places to live. Yeah. It was, like, real quiet, real chill. You know, we had like a big lot with a lake and like deer in the backyard. Oh, that it was amazing. sweet. That's amazing. You could fish off the dock, and it was like two oh, grand a month. No, <laughs> it was no, the dude. cheapest thing ever. Yeah, and then, let's, but so like, easy. let's move there. Yeah. Be, Why do we live here? Well, because <laughs> right now, yeah, is seventy degrees but today. We could here. come back yeah. here. We come back here, and then the summer we go there. Well, that's not living there. Then that's like. <laughs> I want to be a snowbird. There. Can I be a snowbird? You can be a snowbird anywhere. I I think Idaho would be a good place. Or I, Montana. I, I do have some mm, land in yeah. Idaho. You finished Perfect. it? It's it's it, yeah. I bought an acre or two. So I'll help you design a house. Thank you, Sheila. <laughs> and we'll, we'll make an it acre big enough two? for us to come along. <laughs> yep. Yeah, sweet. I got a spot for you and you. I have two hundred feet i can put a trailer in perfect yeah That's all you uh, need. i don't need a house i'm just yeah. gonna take the trailer up park it yep awesome i'm gonna live out of a trailer and my wife's gonna strangle me <laughs> yeah <laughs> <She's> like, nope <laughs> but when it was 120 here she's gonna be like sounds great let's yeah, go let's go back exactly. to idaho we're back in the trailer okay yep. so and we digress and we digress again so you're in new york you're about you're finished up what mm-hmm. are are you able to do anything in New York with your career? Um, no, I didn't really do much. I did some online things, um, design projects for people, but I no, I I really just enjoyed living there. I was doing a lot of yeah, sightseeing. I noticed even that. without David, I would just go myself on with the subway with Ethan. Grab go yeah, grab the stroller. <laughs> yeah, so that was. That was actually tricky because there's a lot of subway stops that do not have elevators, mm-hmm. and the ones that do are filled with urine. Oh, <laughs> I'm telling you, it is it the worst. <laughs> I'm telling you, awful. Yeah, like, it's with not all really for not, kids. With the money they get, they can't clean their crap. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they clean it, like the next day, it's bad again. Yeah, you know, just it's not like it's. Yuck. <laughs> they can't yeah. hold it. To it's pretty the, bad. I don't know why. I mean, we, I remember. Could they put a urinal in the, the elevator at least? They should. <laughs> right in it. <laughs> they just, just install it right in there, dude. They said uh, urinate in the urinal and you clean it out. There was this one day we went and I, it was getting dark and this street performer was getting an elevator with us and, street he, and he walked in and he goes, oh man, they peed in here again. <laughs> who is they? they. He knew who <laughs> it he was. Knew he knew. Was. He's like. I thought you he was it. expecting it. He knew. He's like those guys. I'm gonna talk to them. Yeah, stick with the pee in here. They did it again. At least they didn't crap. Yeah, that's true. Right, that's San Francisco. Yeah. So, what were some of your like f- favorite places to visit there in the city? I love the Upper West Side. Okay, I loved it yeah. there. The part, a little more artsy and stuff, and huh? Yeah, like, yeah. And Central Park, we would go there quite often too. Yeah. And then Soho, we'd go shopping down there. 
Um, it's only my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we were like three blocks from the park. I mean, it was like yeah, straight that down. Is maybe not even that far, but she would take the kids. I think I only went like once or twice the whole time I was there. Oh, that's so crazy. Ten, yeah, it was. Oh. I, I don't. I you go to the Shake Shack that's right there. <laughs> <laughs> now everywhere. they have one here, but <laughs> right. Well, the best thing, like, you can order food at three o'clock in the morning and then bring it to your house. Oh, yeah, wow. it's bustling. like anywhere. That's amazing. It doesn't matter. It's it was like oh, I'm hungry. Yeah. Order it up. Let's bring it. Yeah. Dorman will run it up and yeah. So, so the uh, yeah. Wesley went to a baseball game in New York. Recently. This no, or well, when he went there, oh, Wesley, that's right. Wesley we went was, to a Yankees game while we yeah, were there. Yeah, Wesley was a year old. Yeah, that's right. And he was, was, his first game was a Yankees game. Yeah, yeah. Who can Ethan say that too. their first baseball game was a Yankees game? That's pretty special. Yeah, that's not a New Yorker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably a lot of New Yorkers say that, but yeah, from here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's a good place. That was fun. That's a new stadium. That was, that was like 2010 or 11, 12, mm-hmm. 12. Yeah. Stadium. Yeah, because he was a little. Yeah. So. Yeah, I loved uh, it. I so wanted to stay. I was actually putting out resumes for horrible my idea. so we could stay there. Really? Horrible. horrible. No it bites. didn't work. Yeah. It it's like I'm out. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the cost of living there is so much higher than here that it is. even if he had gotten a job, we'd still be yeah. living in you know way out Long Island somewhere in an apartment, a tiny apartment <laughs> probably. So you guys so. moved back. Yeah, we came and then back. Your career kind of transitioned, it seemed like. Yeah, so, yeah, it did. I, I've i always loved art, like I was saying, and I my sister-in-law came up with this idea to start drawing. She loved to draw as well, and she was like, let's, let's draw some architectural buildings, and we'll put it on Etsy, and we'll sell them. I was like, okay, that sounds fun. <laughs> and I love that <laughs> attitude. It's like, <laughs> I love the attitude of, you're just sitting down, and We're just someone chatting. throws a, yeah. an idea out, and they're like, hey, let's do it. And you're like, yeah, let's yeah. do it. I mean, I I thought it sounded fun, but then I was like, well, you know, we'll see. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, I really want to do it. Because at the time, I was also doing some random interior design jobs, like, on the side. And I was trying to find art for some of these projects, and I could never really find exactly what I wanted. And I really liked this minimalistic line drawings but I wanted them to be like florals or more like nature something that you could use in in any home that wasn't really didn't have to be a modern home to use you know and so anyway I was I was thinking more on this and I thought I I can do this I'm gonna make my own art and I'm gonna sell it and so I got really excited about it and um I don't know why. I just, one morning I woke up really early thinking, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start my own little art business. <laughs> and I just started drawing, and I had, like, five drawings of flowers I had done that were just all line drawings. Um, but then I I wanted to make them scalable. and So explain so, that. So I wanted them to be something that I could reproduce as a print that you could scale to any size without losing the quality of it. Because, and these were just ink drawings there was really no shading or anything to them and so how I've difficult is that to scale it well it's really difficult if you don't um if you don't have a great quality scanner or for me I wanted it to be a vector image so I made them all vectors and then I and that was like a huge learning curve because I didn't know any 
I didn't know how to do it. So you're so learning all this new stuff. Yeah. So I taught myself Illustrator and then I learned how to do that. And then I listed five things on Etsy. And all this happened fairly quickly because I was so excited about it. I just started doing it. Yeah. <laughs> just started. Like I, I didn't really feel qualified necessarily, but I was like, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then I made my first sale. I remember being so excited that I had sold a print and um, it just kind of, once you get that first sale, you're like, oh, this is amazing. Like somebody actually likes my work. And <laughs> so then I, I just kept going and, and, um, and then I, I saw, I followed some other designers or some other artists and they were doing house drawings. And so I, thought, well, I love houses. I'm a designer. Like, I could do that. I'm going to start drawing houses. <laughs> so I list. I did that for gifts yeah. for you, actually. Yes. And my my family for Christmas, I just did a little house drawing with a stamp that had their address on it for everyone. And um, I listed it, and sure enough, I started selling those. And so now that's my main thing is I do custom house drawings for for people on Etsy. And I still sell my other prints, but... It's mostly so these are like drawings work. of their own home or like yeah. a home that you so like so people will do it as house and then yeah so you like can take a picture of the house of and then draws okay all right gotcha. and then I'll watercolor it mm-hmm. sometimes it's just black and white just a line drawing mm-hmm. um, but sometimes I'll watercolor it and then people will give them as gifts like say it's yeah. your grandma's old house mm-hmm. and she wants to remember it or something and then so like ours she did that and then she made a stamp so we could put it on her. Like an address label for yeah. it. Yeah, and it says like the white residence and their address, and then it has a picture of our house. Yeah. Sweet. It's super yeah. cool. It's yeah. like a super random thing to do. <laughs> but I gave them out to, we did, I, a couple of years ago, I had some gifts done for me too. Yeah. 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 I did a few this year too for Taryn and for some of my friends as well. And I have one of my own. I did one of my own house. Because <laughs> I liked it enough to do my own. <laughs> Good. Sweet. So. Yeah. Yeah, so it kind of evolved, and then my most recently, um, I just illustrated a book, which was like way out of my comfort zone, but thought, well, I'll try it, (laughs) (laughs) so I did, and there you go. (laughs) Nice. That's amazing, so how did you illustrate a book, like how did that come about? So. Like how would someone be like, hey, yo, you want (laughs) to illustrate a book for me? Well, when you're in the Instagram world and you're posting some of your when you're pictures, on the gram, when you're the on the gram, gram and people are sending you DMs, see. yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I've done Come a few along, other buddy. collaborations with people where I would draw things for them and they would make, um, like this one one particular job where it was a matching game set, and so I did the drawings for it, and then the company printed them and made them, and they sold them at Magnolia. Um, like you know the oh, Joanna Gaines, mm-hmm. like yeah, she's still in there. And then there's um, just some other ones I've done. And so a friend of mine said, "Hey, I've I wrote this children's book years and years ago, and I I want to get it published, and I need an illustrator. Would you be willing to do it?" And so I said, "Sure, <laughs> I'll try it out." And so I, I I was a little timid to do it because I've never done anything like that. I don't really draw people. And so um, I kind of, I looked around for some inspiration and found a simple design, like a simple person drawing that I felt like I could 
mimic. And then, um, yeah, I gave her some samples of what I felt like I could do. And she was like, yeah, it looks great. Okay, let's do it. (laughs) So, yeah. So I had my first little children's book out, which is super cool. Yeah, Yeah, we've read it to Dallas like five times. (laughs) She she likes us to read it to her for bed. It's so cute. Yeah, it's, it's legit. Like, I see kids books all the time and it's yeah right. I'm kind of picky it's, with my it's right in there for books. sure like you can't it's a professional job for sure well thanks yeah and my daughter Isla was super into it too she she was there all along the process watching me do it and she'd be like I think you should add flowers here or do this <laughs> there and I'm like okay sure why <laughs> so not. she's got her little touches in there yeah. and I was like yeah I'll put I'll do that that's cool <laughs> yeah it was cute well one of the biggest things that why I wanted you on the podcast is because of what you're doing right now with the illustrations and um, the the sketching the the houses and and the fact that you you were at home and you just weren't happy with just sitting there, even though a full time mom job is a legit job you. And I, I heard Taryn tell me, like, you wanted to help the family. You wanted to add some income for the family. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are in that same position where, like, they aren't willing to sacrifice, you know, being gone. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not saying that if you do work full-time that you're a less of a mom because that doesn't right. mean anything. There's people that it means a lot to them and then there's people that you know they they need to work and that's fine too but you know the people that want to stay home but still want to be active right. it's just to me it was inspirational to see you really put yourself out there with these drawings and put yourself out there to the point where now people are you, you've built clientele yeah and the only thing holding you back is your time yeah that's how I feel I I've been, it's always this balancing act of you know, being present for my kids. Because I, I don't have a babysitter. Like, I do everything myself. <laughs> so, which, which, I don't have a wh- house. I don't know don't why you ever <laughs> bring your kids over. Like, our kids play together. Like, <laughs> they would have a great time. <laughs> I'll just come over and draw at your house. <laughs> Drop the kids up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But that, I think that's, uh, like, like, we've talked, you know, in the past, podcasts and stuff about like the I guess the doors or avenues that um what social media and basically the internet have opened up right so like you can do this from home you can kind of advertise via you know Instagram Etsy like whatever you know you're using and you can sell it Mm -hmm. that way like in the past I don't think that was really a viable option for for a lot of people and the and the advertisement stuff wasn't there it was word of mouth or you know, whatever. So you can get your product out there and you look at, I mean, the, uh, like the younger generation now that's, that's doing the, the TikTok and, and yeah. Instagram and whatever, you, whatever else is out there, right? Like making yeah, really, really good incomes at 16 years old, you know what I mean? Just because they do have the followers and the ads and the, the ability to put that out. Yeah. Um, we talked about Rogan doing, you know, YouTube. I mean, look what, look what YouTube did for him in his career as far as and, and really the podcast um kind of generation that's going on right now like 
everybody started because of Rogan doing his podcast. I mean, yep. if, if you think about it, and I mean, it's made him. He's well, the he's the godfather. <laughs> it gave him yeah. one deal of a hundred million dollars, not to mention everything else that's come of it, right? So, all the I mean, that's sponsors and but everything. like the yeah, right. So and but it's it's the like the availability is there. You know, you just have like right. you had an idea, you went with it. Yeah. You've had multiple ideas, right? Went with them. <laughs> yeah, just keep going. Right, but <laughs> like, but that's what we're saying. Like, there's no ceiling or or no like, right? Nothing to stop you other than your desire, your drive, and time. Yeah. Right? Like, and, um, but you're able to do that and you're able to, to help the family out in whatever, you know, aspect you want, still be at home for the kids and, and, you know, be a mom and, and do all that. So that's pretty cool. Um, like I, I love what it's done. It, it, you know, over times you look at it and you're like, all right, that's a little over the top, yeah. you know, as far as that goes. But if you look at it on the business side of it, um, I really think there's some really cool things out there that you can do and. That's why I have to get better at it. And I've talked to people a lot. Of, really, I mean, it, it's so it's free advertisement. Know, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's uh, there's no reason not to do it. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's it is kind of hard for me too. I don't I don't post that much. I think I only did like twelve posts <laughs> last year because well, I just like. Unfortunately, so. for it to be legit, you gotta do twice a week. I heard yeah. that's the numbers twice a week. At least. I feel like people do even more than that. Well, there's people that do like twice, twice three times. Yeah. <laughs> like to be like somewhat relevant, you got to do twice a week. Yeah. And then, you know, if you want to be over the top, you want to be awesome. Like I think Dudley does one to two a day. Mm-hmm. And he has 250,000 organic followers. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's a difference between like 20, 30,000. Mm-hmm. You can buy followers. Yeah. And, yeah. um, but to have to like organic is really what you want. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I'm really proud to see like what you've done with your career and I'm excited for your, the future. Thanks. What yeah. the future holds for you, especially when the kids get older, you'll get some more time. You'll be able to build it out more. And I yeah. mean, every time I hear about a new project you're doing, like, there's nothing that gets me more excited than hearing people being entrepreneurs. Well, I was telling Brock, I don't really feel qualified to come on this show because it's not like I'm making big money or anything like that, but it's it's something that I love to do and I'm I'm trying to do, you know, something for me on my own. That's you know, my passion is doing design and art. And so but um yeah, when I when you think of it as like an entrepreneur is just someone who does starts their own thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean that's what I what I've done even though it's it's a small thing, but I do envision it getting bigger and doing more once I have more time. But I've made the conscious decision to spend more time with my kids and that's Well, hard, that's that ha- that happens, you know. People choke it back for a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know. But back. but you're still able to keep the clientele there. Yeah, well, because it's fun for me. So I, yeah, I do, I do stuff for, for fun, and then it kind of evolves um, you, into more than that. You're literally <laughs> in war zone right now with the kids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one and a half, four, <laughs> one to ten. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's a good range. <laughs> you yeah. got it all covered. I feel pretty busy. Yeah. So legitimate <laughs> war going on at the house. Yeah, it is. So it'll get easier in. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> a few more years. Yeah, mine are 17 and 13 now, so they're uh, they're a little older, and they're kind of self-sufficient. But yeah, it's, uh, they can do their own schoolwork. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Get my kid off a video game. Yeah. Or, well, or whatever, you know, phone. Yeah. You're supposed to be in class. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm on my phone. Right. I am on my phone. No. Class. Yeah, yeah it's tough. <laughs> It's tough. But, yeah, I mean, we've heard that kind of from, I think, everybody that's come on here. Like, I don't feel qualified to come on there. And and every story we've heard, this one included, is is uh, is motivational for me. And, and I'm sure the listeners, have, you know, if we have any. <laughs> but um, 20 yeah. people out there, thank yeah. you for Thanks being for loyal. Listening. Right. But it, it really is. It's like, um, you know, it, it, it just shows that there's different ways to, to do you know, everything or what you want. There's different avenues you can go down and different ideas. And, and, uh, if you have an idea, just, just go for it. I mean, you're going to have to deal with failure, I'm sure. And, um, it's all part of it. So like this, can't be afraid of it. Like this podcast, like (laughs) me and Cody is so funny how this started. Like, so I want to do podcasts a long time ago. And then, you know, I have this partner that said, no, (laughs) he just laid the law down and said, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I, I I had a name, and it was, like, pretty aggressive. It, it was <laughs> aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, the direction of the podcast was going to be a, a very aggressive approach. <laughs> There's a, a lot of snakes and knives. And <laughs> anyways, he anyway. pumped the brakes real quick. Yeah. And then he, he, dude, he pulled the emergency brake. Yeah, he, he didn't pump anything. <laughs> He was looking in the rearview mirror, pulling the brake. He's yeah. Like, We're done. I'm I don't need to look forward to seeing No. This is going to be bad. Mm-mm. And then he told everybody at work, do not help Brock do this. Do not. <laughs> You're funny. So then I met Cody, and Cody, we, you know, we're chit-chatting, totally geeking out on archery stuff. He's like, dude, I always want to start podcasting. I'm like, same with me. Let's do <laughs> it. And I'm like, you know what? Brad can't stop me now. And now that same guy that wouldn't let him has been on it twice. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> funny thing is we recorded three episodes before. No, we recorded two episodes before I told him that we had the podcast. Hey, um, so I started this podcast with uh, my buddy Cody. Would you like to be on it? Oh, that's too funny. We already recorded it. <laughs> We've done it two of them. Um, You're cool with me starting it, right? Yeah. I promise. It's already I been done. I won't say anything weird. <laughs> I won't ish. S- ish. I won't get us. Too often. Yeah. You know. But thank you, Sheena, for coming. I mean. Yeah. Well, product yeah. review of today. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't let you finish. I, I'm no, really bad just at that. Thanks for having me on. That's super nice. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Sorry I made you wait. Practices ran a little long tonight. Oh, that me and Sheena, we did a whole run through. We actually did like a whole, reco- you know, if we had recorded it, we did like a whole interview before you got here just to, so I she could practice. And it this went pretty much nothing like that. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it never does. Yeah. Well, never we does. Yeah, when there's both of us together, there's. <laughs> it just goes different directions. Digression. Yeah. Yeah. And we, yeah, I, well, I mean, Pag's crap. We were an hour into it. Yeah. And I forgot. <laughs> At least he hit record this time. Yeah. I, I was an hour <laughs> no. into one. We screwed that up a couple of times. I forgot to hit the record button. 
And then I have another one where I lost the SD card. Yeah, so oh, we've yeah. had to redo two of them. Yeah, we have it's, protocols now. It's all learning. So did it's they experience? Did yeah. the interviews go the same the next time? No, was it like no, totally different. Same gist. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you just. You yeah. Know. I think the one that we forgot to hit record actually went better the second time. Oh, that's yeah. good. I think. Yeah, he's calmed down. And yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> and he the first one, <laughs> Robbie was. Rob, he said he was really cold the first time. Yeah, he, he was freezing in here the first <laughs> time. Like, AC was blowing in his face. And second time we warmed it up, gave him a, gave him a blanket to put on. Yeah, he's I'm like, can I wear a jacket a next time? <laughs> yeah, I was freezing. Give <laughs> him <laughs> a scarf. Yeah. No, we, it was good. Here at PTG, we have scarves. We have scarves and beanies. Beanies and scarves. Hoodies. So, um, yeah, I was thinking about doing a product review. I was thinking, actually... One, do you got anything you want to review? No, do you? Is there any products well. that you? <laughs> oh, really? I mean, we do a like product. Art it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Like we've done we have a vast array of product review, and it's usually a guest. We're still okay. waiting for that magic person to send us some stuff. Yeah, oh. we, haven't, we haven't had anybody send us anything yet, but not yet. We'll contact them, we'll tag them in the post on Instagram. Hey. On the podcast, be like, listen to this. We talked about your product. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Now we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We we have done Kill Cliff. Kill Cliff. We've we've see done. you drinking one. Mm-hmm. We have done Dudley's Bow. A lot of stuff. Knock to it. We've kind of been all over the place. With we've the done Sika gear. We have. The Hondel did it. The Hondel did Sika yep. gear, yes. I got to tell Down the gun range. Yeah, that's that super nice. Casa. Yeah, we were down in the gun range. Yeah. Podcast doing that one. Oh, that sounds fun. Um, <laughs> we didn't get to shoot because yeah. he didn't invite us to shoot, Alex. <laughs> no, we're not that special. I'm going over there. But you got to y- sit there. He invited you? There's an open invitation for us anytime we want to go. We just There's have to actually find oh, we have an to hour to go. We have to bring our own ammo, he said. Yeah, I've got it. Kay. But we also have to go down the land and shoot some stuff. No, we have to make a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Any product that you'd like to review that you can think of off the top of your head that has made your life easier or better? Well, there's a few. <laughs> Let's do one. Let's do one. Um, sure. Okay. Let's see. Um, I'll probably do... So there's a friend of mine. This is super random. Okay. <laughs> super random. I like um, nothing else today has been so. <laughs> I, I really like where this is going. <laughs> um, okay, so when I made my first sale, yeah. and I sold that first print. I don't was this on this part? I can't remember if this was. Nope, this. we didn't talk about that. So no, nope, this was the OG one. Yeah, yeah. So a friend of mine actually made the his first order. He ordered my first print, or from my Etsy shop, and um, he sells these. Um, walnut cubes and he drills holes in them and they're like pen holders or paintbrush holders oh that's cool yeah they're super cool and so he's like a local so it's like company a that sells walnut yeah. and it's like a cube and it's like crushed walnuts put together or one big one no it's like just like walnut wood like solid walnut okay. like like a tree like okay. a, yeah i was thinking like an actual walnut no. Those wouldn't it's be very like big. <laughs> no, I was like, huh? <laughs> you need a lot of them. <laughs> I was like, a lot of those did they together? glue them together? <laughs> I mean, I actually assume it's walnut. I'm not entirely sure, so but it looks like it. A nice it chunk, could be something else. <laughs> a nice chunk of cubed wood. 
Yeah, and he drills the, the holes in it, so, and he makes big ones and little ones, and you can... For me, I love it because I put all my pens in there. That's kind of cool. And it's kind of cool because it's someone I know that made it, and... It's made here in the U.S. of A. Yep. Local. In Arizona. I think he's in Queen Creek, I believe. I local, be shop local, and that does seem pretty cool. Yeah. That's different. So. That's a different review. <laughs> where can <laughs> where can people find him at? So he's on Instagram. It's called Dudek Modern Goods. Dudek D U D E K. D U D E K. Goods. Modern, Modern goods. Yeah. On Instagram. And he only does Check these cubes, or does he do anything yeah. else? Try not to sell him out right now. Yeah. He. I don't yeah, even no, know. He know takes like a certain of followers number. Are gonna be. Hey, <laughs> yeah. don't don't all go there at once. Yeah. Space it out, guys. <laughs> I love it, though. I use it all the time. And then I'll do one more quick one, if that's okay. Sure. Because I do a lot of painting, and I just barely got this for myself, and I love it. It's a ceramic um, handmade uh, paint palette. and it's Ceramic great. paint palette. Yeah. The Instagram is called lady.made, M-A-D-E. So what makes this thing palette so cool? Well, it's, it's perfect it's for it's handmade. It's handmade. It's huge. The one I got, it's like twelve inches or three, probably twelve inches long. And does it have like the hole? In and it has the hole. holes. No, it doesn't have the. It's just like the one that Bob Ross. Yeah, that's the thing. Hold like it's and too he gets heavy the for hair that. Okay. and everything. No. So this is you all. Don't you set it. this on a table. Yeah, it's one pretty day. heavy. It's pretty heavy. But I like it because you just leave. So I use watercolors, and you just. You know, put the watercolor paint in each of the little holes, and yeah. you can just leave it. I just leave it on my desk like that all the time, all the time. And yeah. if I want to use it, I just get a little wet, and I just. So you could just, you could just randomly like, oh, I want to. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Uh huh. You don't have to like go report all or whatever. Right. Sweet. That is cool. <laughs> so those are two local handmade. And well, she's actually not local, but she's in the U.S. She's, she's made in the U.S. All product made in the U.S. Not in China. Right. Cool. Down. So I like it. Yeah. Check so, it out, guys. So where, uh, if if you want, where can people find your stuff? Um, I am. My Instagram handle is Simple Line Works, all one word. Simple, <laughs> Simple line, line Works. works. Simple That's Line Works. All right. Instagram. And we'll put a link on our bio in the podcast and also the Instagram page. Yeah, that'd be great. And my. It's a little book is available for pre-order on Amazon. Oh, your book um, yeah. for the actual book, the kid's book. The kid's mm-hmm. book. It's called Holly's Hollyhocks, and it's um, Marsha Jackson's the author. I'm the illustrator, and then it'll be available on everywhere, I guess. Holly's. <laughs> Wherever. Holly. Wherever, yeah. But so I know it's on Amazon for pre-order because I saw it there. Holly's, <laughs> H-O-L-L-Y-S, Hollyhocks, yeah. H-O-L-L-Y-C. No, spell the last one. <laughs> it's just H O L L Y. This is a lot of. T- I got. I got confused. <laughs> the H-O. flower. It's Holly's. Holly, the flower. It's like Holly Hawks. Super cute little book that this girl plants flowers and it's sweet. It's cute. It's a. It's a good book. I've read it. I've seen it. Yeah, Sheena gave us really one. Darling. So it's really darling. I love it. It's a good book. So yeah, yeah. check it out. If you want to support us, leave us a review. And support our guest. Thank you so much, Sheena, for being here. And you got anything else, Cody? No, I think that's about it. Appreciate it. Thanks for staying up late. Thank you guys (laughs) for listening. And we'll see you next time.